welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve, and joining me as always, it's the president of an emirate and the criterion Nigerian from Ethiopia, it's Nader Samara. What's that then, Johnny boy? Not much, man. How you doing, Nader? I am doing good. I've recently decided that how at the end of the show when you're like, Nader, say something funny, I decided that's racist. Your thoughts? Uh, well, it is racist because I uh, think very poorly of you. And Why are you culture. making me sing and dance like a monkey? <laughs> this is that scene from mm-hmm. Django when uh, 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 Leo has those two black people boxing. It's the same thing. State your case, Yannithan. Speaking of Leo, we have a King Leo in the movie we're talking today. Yeah, yeah, but not black a King Knight. Arthur. <laughs> it's not a King Arthur. Uh, John, so answer not- for the crimes. Yeah, well, no, listen, I, um, everyone knows I'm a huge racist, I don't like the blacks, and I do this to, to mock you, so I'm glad you finally caught on, but we're going to still do it, because uh, the fans demand it. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Thank you. That's all, right. all I wanted. All right. As long as you got it out there. I figured, you know, listen, Nader, this is our sixth physically distant episode, Yeah. and let me tell you, I kind of prefer it. <laughs> Honesty is key, and, and so do I. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I think the show has a... Uh, it's strived. It's, it's gone. It's gone off without a hitch. Uh, so today's Will Smith episode would be proud. He would, and uh, you know he's got, you got to watch out with those entanglements, Nana. I've been telling you that for years. So, I cannot believe you're the kind of person that knows about that. I don't, John. The way that you're like on the internet, but like not on the internet, is so fucking confusing. John, people, John is the kind of person to just not be on Instagram and be like, Yo, Nader, I just found out, son, that you can get these notifications where they they'll tell you when some get posted about you on Instagram. I'm like, Yeah, it's called a notification about fucking anything. But you also know like the subreddit deepest way to see any movie of all time and goddamn Will Smith memes again explain yourself i'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle so uh today's episode we are going to be going over the movie the black knight or black there's no the there's no the black knight which is available on hbo max and then in our buffering segment we are moving to the year 2001 and we'll be discussing discussing Mm. the winter of that year disgusting it is it's a disgusting winter you know what the worst part of black knight is well, we'll talk about it in a second, but Nader, okay. yeah. King Leo has a great big castle. Mm. We're going to shove it right up his asshole. We watch Black Knight. Jamal's life was going nowhere. <laughs> until fate. That's got to be worth a lot of money. Decided to put his future in the past. Calm yourself. What day is it? It is the year of our Lord 1328. <laughs> Who be ye? Who be I? Did you put your hand on me one more again? I'll be stomping your... Now, he's discovering... What's up, homie? I'm here to help you return the kingdom to our deposed queen. Say what? Being noble. Y'all really know how to make a brother feel welcome? Ooh, to them! You can thank Tiger for that. Uh, dental hygiene is key. <laughs> Ear hygiene, also key. You're going to want to lift that top lip when you brush. <clears throat> Martin goes for a swim. Got that gold chain on me, though. Tom Wilkinson with the performance of, I don't know, his lifetime. I, sir, <laughs> am no dog. Very solid production design. Gotta love that wide lens. Ride, Sally ride. Uh, there is a there is a hint in the king's eye after Martin says, uh, "Oh, your girl, your daughter's a freak." That really, for the first, I've seen this movie a thousand times. That made me think: Are they implying that the dad has had sex with the daughter? That was weird. Uh, official Skywalker logo. Jamal in the box. How did the fire come out of his mouth? Actually, doesn't doesn't really make any sense. Uh, Sir Nulty is a hero. You can thank Tiger for that one. Black Knight. Nailed it. Yep. Got in one. Nader, uh, this is my first viewing of Black Knight. This is a movie you've seen many times. So many. Uh, this is, I would say, 
if if you cast anyone but Martin Lawrence, this movie doesn't work. And because he's just such a good comedic actor, this basically by the bones, very simple plot is taken to a, a great comedic level, and I really enjoyed it. It's so fun, isn't it? Isn't it it's strange a lot how it's so good and actually a good movie? Well, yeah. Hour and 36 minutes. It drags a little Love bit, it. I would say, when they're in the Re- Rebel camp for like a second yes. it drags. Um, but that actually, I counted that time. It was actually like, like two real minutes of screen time because then they're already doing the England. God, in, when, when the queen yelled England, I lost my shit. John, uh, like I was saying, there's exactly one problem with this quote. and it, I'm sorry, with this movie, and it's a Halloween mm-hmm. issue that I have, which is that I really want to be Martin from Black Knight for Halloween one year. The problem sure. is he doesn't wear the movie poster. He only wears the Black Knight armor. And the movie poster, you know what that he's is, a, right? He's got the backwards hat. He's got he the looks armor. like TJ Detweiler, but uh, but in Black Knight <laughs> form. Yes, exactly. Sure. Precisely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's pretty crazy. So a couple things about this movie. Uh, Hit me. Give me the, the origi- trivia, and then I'm going to give you the quotes. So uh, Gil Junger directed this. This was his follow-up to 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, it was originally going to be uh, directed by F. Gary Gray. Which I'm super curious what that looks like. And originally Black Knight they, could have been better. That's, that seems impossible. That seems they, impossible. I think it would have definitely been a very different movie if you put up Gary Gray there. Uh, but then he was also uh, originally casted Chris Tucker in the lead, which I don't think is a better choice. I think that Martin works really well for this role. Because Chris Tucker's a little too over the top. And 100%. Martin, Martin has one, his moments. one inch too far, exactly. You, you were actually saying on the sure. on our recent episode how Martin is always playing the straight man, and I, I was like in my mind kind of disagreeing. Because you're thinking of this movie, exactly, exactly, and Blue Streak and all that kind of stuff. But you, but that's the beauty of Martin is that as a big mama's house as he is, he does have the restraint of a life. And in this, his physical comedy in the first twenty seconds of this movie is nuts. The double Q tip <laughs> is insane, dude. The look in his it's face, so silly. Um, Martin Lewis got paid twenty million dollars for this movie. That sounds right. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know the how uh, or the ten things I hate about you guys. Think that actually makes me a lot more sense when I'm like, why is this movie like good and like not like kind of goofy and stupid and shit? That explains that. But the money, I bet. I mean, me and you, we love this era of Martin. I, I think it makes perfect sense. Honestly, this I actually is, think it makes perfect sense. The budget was only fifty million dollars. And twenties Martins, yeah, that that checks it's out. Crazy. <laughs> In two thousand one. Yeah, they could have paid Martin a little less and not used the green screen for him driving around Los Angeles. That is that is my third note, actually. <laughs> that he was goes, insane to me. He goes brush, Q-tip, yeah, that one. But again, I, if I'm being serious, um, that yeah. is a scene that they also you sh- you should green screen that because it is cheaper and takes literally no time to do that versus having to actually get Martin to drive down Los Angeles. They Hold probably different. they probably that was probably like a pickup shoot like at of the course. very end. Yes. Like, oh whatever. my god. Yes. Uh, Give me more trivia. I, mean, I want. More, I love this trivia. The only other real note I had: it, the, this was written the, by uh, Daryl Quarles, who wrote the Big Mama House movies, and he's been a writer for a lot of different Hollywood movies, uh, a lot of smaller stuff. And I think he's produced a couple of other uh, Martin Lawrence movies. And there was also two other writers that, that worked together on like the Ice Age movies that worked on this too. So uh, and those are uh, both white guys. Uh, <laughs> serious question: Is the first yeah. Big Mama's House good? I don't remember anymore. I listen. I, I want to judge it time. and be like, "Fuck it," but I don't. I don't know. I liked it at the time. I can't imagine rewatching that movie and enjoying it. I I worry about rewatching that and uh, the Nutty Professor. I think something. I think something's gonna go go wrong for me in that rewatch. But I don't know. It's it's all you good. Gotta, well, you gotta rewatch the clumps. Let me tell you right now. No, I don't. But I, I will <laughs> slam Dave Chappelle in any grand piano. That seems fair. Yep. Uh, Hit me. But yeah, yeah. So I, I that's all I really had for trivia, which is interesting. oh, other than the fact that so. I looked at the Rotten Tomato and the Metacritic for this, and it's insane. So Rotten Tomatoes, critics have it at 14% Insane. Positive. Insanity. The user score for Rotten Tomatoes is only 34% positive. Also ridiculous. Not that high. But Metacritic uh, has it as a, a, a meta score of 32 for the critics. But the audience score out of 10 is 8.7. Boom. Because Metacritic gets it. Which made sense to me. I think Metacritic is a superior website, but I mean, no, it it's is. really just. Um, uh, so I did not like I said. Perfect. So this is interesting. This is I, I want to talk. This is fascinating, actually. So, so you're telling me 
Oh, yeah. Oh, John. This is just like when I accused you of being a racist earlier. This is just... Oh, oh, oh come on. So, oh, so they can make it with Heath Ledger, but they can't make it with Martin. You can make a Night's Tale and he'll get a good review, but Martin doesn't. Ah, yeah, yeah. I caramba. Fakakta. The whole system. Uh, a Night's Tale is not a comedy, and I think comedies huh? are definitely judged harsher. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking broadly. Like, like a broadsword? Yep. Uh, so, so let me tell you. When Martin first gets into... Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Can in, I give you the quotes in, real quick? Into the vest. Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Man, the way he humps the door as he leaves the bathroom. <laughs> Gets low. Dude, that whole opening sequence was so ridiculous. It's so good. Uh, the double Q-tip, the CJ driving, uh, his face just throughout that whole thing is nuts. Um, the, the, the boss, Miss Bostic, she says... Uh, and the health inspector, who, despite my many advances, turned out to be gay. Now, low lo- John loves uh, gay references in early two thousands movies. That was a that was an unoffensive gay joke. It was. It was. Um, There's one uh, joke later that's not too far later, but that was a little gay. That I was like, all right, come on, guys. Uh, Tis roadkill. Gotta love <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, he said, "Nah, that's just a big ass donkey." And the way you pronounce this donkey is very, <laughs> very, very important. Um, the, uh, Martin puts it, Martin looks around Sir Nolte's, uh, living space with his hands out and says, just tell him you doing bad. Which is <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, when he approaches the gates, they say, uh, who be ye? And Martin responds, <laughs> who be ye? Who be I? I be stomping your ass. You put my, you put your hand on me like that again. <sighs> then he, then, then he walks away. And says, talk to your boy, because punks jump up to get beat down. <laughs> Talking to uh, Vicky, he says, uh, don't treat yourself, treat yourself. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the scene where he thinks he's like saving Vicky from, uh, from, the, the, from, from Percy, uh, he says, don't you know that's sexual harassment? After Martin himself... Has said yes. so many incredibly inappropriate things about videotaping and pretending to be like a a, 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 a Victoria's Secret like court. Anyway, yeah, it's a very aggressive pickup style. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> talking about, hey man, that's sexual harassment. Uh, then he says, your boss makes you call him king. Oh, we got to talk union. Yes, it's a very good line. <laughs> Who's backing uh, you, Puffy? The first, like before he realizes that he's, uh, you know, in the past. He is really just, just. It's, he's it's, just the movie cannot so stop. Things. The movie, okay, hold it's up. So very good. Uh, when he flips on the bed, when he does the the whole somersault flip over the bed, and then he sits on the chair, and he can't tell where to sit because he's, like, he's uncomfortable. I, was like, I, I don't know how to sit on the chair. <laughs> yes, that's that. And that's, I'm sad to say now he does know what time it is. Uh, uh, then when he's riding on the horse after the joke and the king is like, it's no longer funny, but he refuses to give up the joke. <laughs> and he's just riding around getting fucked. It's very um, good. I also love how all the musicians lead in like a huddle on some any given Sunday shit. Every time it's the wide angle and then everyone leans in to talk music. Uh, let's show a little mercy for Percy. <laughs> uh, the two funny things that he calls the king are, uh, what were you saying, your magnitude? And... <laughs> Uh, excuse me, your fabulousness. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, he, the intro music that plays when he walks in in his new outfit, uh, he daps up the little person and says, "What's happening? You straight? You good?" And then, uh, when he's about when he's about to not have sex with Vic, uh, Vicky, she puts her, she takes her clothes off, puts him back on, and he says, "If you're not naked, they may hear us." That's <laughs> very good. Um, the basketball intro when he's being introduced to the court. I was crying. That was so good. Uh, just like little like jokes like that were just re- like splattered throughout this whole thing. But I will tell you this. When he first arrives into the olden place and uh, the character of Nolte is there and he's all disheveled and gross, I'm like, who's this Tom Wilkinson looking motherfucker? And then 10 oh, minutes later, I was like, oh shit, that's Tom, Tom Wilkinson. Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> so felt pretty dumb after that. I did not know that was Tom Wilkinson about until about maybe like, Four years ago, but still like ten, 10 years into me seeing the movie. So till till you saw Michael Clayton. Yeah, that's what did it for me. No, 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 no. It was Batman Begins. It was his uh, work that, as yeah, Carmine what... Falcone in Batman Begins that really sold it for was, a young Nate. Um, what was he 
Falcone in that. That's a weird doesn't matter. Case, but right? isn't it isn't it great that uh that the way that Martin just looks around and starts telling him about food stamps? That whole that whole opening scene is hysterical good. with the money. I did like the fact that about I would say twenty minutes into the movie, he finds out he's in the past, and then he refuses to try to acclimate at any at any risk whatsoever. He's just like, no, nah, I'm committed to being myself in this. <laughs> And everyone else is going to adapt to me. It's great. John, let's talk time frame. What day okay. of the week was it ever? This whole movie, what, what, what day of the week was it? I'll tell you this. It was never point, Tuesday. It was, a Wednesday. <laughs> okay. it was a Wednesday at one point. But it was the, it was, yeah, that makes sense because it had to have been past Tuesday when the motherfucker mm-hmm. was supposed to be there. Because the he asks um, the character Victoria. Is that her name? That's her name. Yep. Vicky. Yeah. He asks her, is it... Um, Wednesday, the f- July fifth, or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, "Yes, of course." And he goes, "The year two thousand one." And then she's like, "No, thirteen ninety, whatever the hell." Uh, and that's when he like flips out and realizes in the past. Uh, did you see? Did you see the sequel? Excuse me. Did you <laughs> the sequel, to sequel? Gladiator Night? Black Gladiator. <laughs> the Gladiator Night. Man. Uh, Black and glad. Also, we get we get to see. Uh, from 10 Things I Hate About You, another cameo appearance from uh, Daryl Chill Mitchell. He huh? plays his buddy at oh, the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my we God. Can't... Oh, we're going to sue them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think, uh, what, do you, what do you think happened to Castle World? I'm curious. I mean, I, mean, it I think it like thrived in the aughts. I think it thrived in the aughts. I think mm-hmm. it went down in, like, 2010 to 14. But then I think the resurgence of all this Renaissance shit kind of brought it back. But then coronavirus, I think, probably brought it down in recent years. Wow, so it had a good run. Yeah, I like the uh, the Jamal uh, ride through to get your uh, your food. Oh, that of was good. The <laughs> rabbit, <laughs> it's very good. When he rips uh, off the logo and his man is wearing the matching outfit, is is too much. And he does the b boy stance, and oh, then yeah. later when he punches the guy and then gives him the dap. <laughs> uh, so I mean, so now would you? I mean, uh, I mean, should we talk about the best scene of the movie, John? What do you think is the best scene of the movie? Well, it's the scene that, for some inexplicable reason, has now made my girlfriend cry both times. It's the dancing scene. It's the dance. Oh yeah, the dance scene's very good. Come on, very good. It's it's incredible. Oh my god. I mean, when he's like, uh, him trying to get the musicians to get on beat, and then being like, bum 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 bum, is just peak. And then by the end of it, they're all just crushing it. Is ugh. Come on. It's very good. I do love. I do love the the fact that he went to the trumpeters and was like. All right, follow me. And then just literally just instead of playing it on the trumpet, just mimic his noises was very good. He was so clear both times. Yep. I, I can't, it was very, very clear, even for then. Ba 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 boom ba boom ba boom boom. I don't know what the fuck they heard. Uh yeah. Well, you know, you know, trumpeters back then, the most of their uh trumpeting was just to like announce people coming in. Let, let had, me ask uh, you let me ask you a question. Have you ever fucked to save a nation? Um have No, you, but I no? have I have gotten fucked watching uh, say, uh, Face the Nation on a Sunday. so Same thing? That. Yeah, I think it's related. I'm going <laughs> to let you off the hook for all that, or so, all that stuff earlier. Good, good, good. So that means I'm not a racist anymore? <laughs> Let's not dig into it. Um, probably better off. So uh, w- <laughs> the Queen of England showing up, and then he gives – this is the one part I thought was weird. When he starts doing the Rodney King thing, and then he's – like mimicking being beaten by the cops. Yeah. What? You know, what? Dude, Why? That that for, that is so like uh, you because I mean I don't know about you but the first thing I thought was I was like I guess Martin like threw that in to make it funny but then not realized a- that's not funny but then I also know as a person from like seeing interviews with him on Arsenio Hall that he knows it's not funny so I yeah. don't even know what's going on I don't I don't know what's that going was on. such a weird choice because there's then- no there's no way that was like a note by. By the director, right? I can't imagine. Hollywood could be <laughs> that bad of a place, but I, it feels like like a Martin mistake. Yeah. No, that felt like Martin's like, I got a great joke, guys. <laughs> but if it's written in the Black Knight script, we're letting him off the hook. You have to. Back to it. Who's backing uh, you? <laughs> Buffy? Yeah. Um, this is pre-P Diddy, so it's exciting times there. Um, it's exciting this times there. So the other thing I wanted to talk about with this movie, I forgot I had one piece of trivia that kind of blew my mind when I read it. This movie came out in November, uh, right, like basically Thanksgiving week of 2001. It was originally intended to come out in the spring of 2002. They rushed to finish it to capitalize on family entertainment because it was uh, after September 11th, 
Mm-hmm. All these family movies were getting made and just being pushed out. So they were trying to capitalize on that. And the movie didn't make its money back. Uh, and then the other thing I, I noticed was in the trailer for this movie, which I watched after I watched the movie, there is uh, a scene where, you know, at the end of the movie where he's uh, at the batting cage and t- telling the kid yeah. not to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Which is bold for someone to just go to a random person at a batting cage and be like, nah, don't be afraid of the ball. Yeah. Punk. <laughs> uh, there's a scene where he's taking the he's taking the pitch and the kid's watching on and he gets hit by the pitch. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah, 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 of course. So that's a deleted scene, I guess. But You, uh, you gotta have that Martin physical comedy wherever you can fit it in. Shoehorned you, or otherwise. <laughs> do you think that the girl in real life was just yesing him because he was looking at her so fucking weird? And that's why she said, "Yeah, sure, it'd be, it'd be so, it'd be great. We'll definitely go out for lunch." And then he, she leaves without giving him a number. No, it's definitely true love. And again, Black Gladiator is coming to a theater near you. It's gonna be a little no, slower. I mean, he doesn't have the legs he used to. He doesn't have the shoulders from life. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's a good Jimmy. Um, are you drinking a little white wine? I am drinking white wine for the first time in quite some time, and that's a rhyme. I didn't hear any of it. Um, for real. <laughs> No, I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was no, like, we have to check about our mic levels and shit. You can't, you can't make that that kind of joke on a podcast. I can't hear. You. And here we go. Hold on, hold on a second. What? This guy's <laughs> hilarious. What's up? I hope you're the last person to make that joke to me. Keeping it in. <laughs> Any other thoughts about uh, Black Knight? Hundreds. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the. When he's in the cage and they're explaining like how 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 it's all it's all in the habit for uh, for for them dying, uh, so and again the fire thing. How did he breathe fire? He didn't. He wasn't holding up a lighter. Okay. To think. Do you so, think maybe he got a match and put it like and and rigged like a stick to be right no, in front of him and had I don't think gasoline. I don't think there's a match. There's there's a when he's uh, the night before when he's like working on his equipment, uh-huh. and he's spray painting everything. Uh-huh. There's a quick like it's on the screen for maybe a second where it looks like something's being taped to something. So my guess is it's the lighter and the banaka spray that he had, uh-huh. and that's those are somehow combined into some way for him to activate it in the. Listen, it's a fucking movie, man. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Uh, you, John, you bring up nitpicky stuff like this all the time. I'll be damned if you don't let me do it on my own podcast. No, listen. Hey, listen. This it's is our, the place for it. This is the it, forum. It's our podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, your mom's a podcast. Nah, she doesn't, she doesn't appreciate the forum. I recently uh, deleted all my podcasts. Why? Uh, because I found out it was taking up 40% of my phone's memory. <laughs> memory? Yeah, really? That's how many podcasts I had downloaded on my phone. I mean, they're all just huge two-hour audio file, so it made sense. Um, so I just deleted them all, all together and uh, blew my mind how much storage I got out of that. Well, I mean, I'm home most of the time, so I just stream the stuff. I don't need to download it. I, I think I just had a lot downloaded because I think the world's going to end one day and I'll need a whole bunch of podcasts to listen to. Well, if the world ends, you got to listen to the next episode of The Big Picture. <laughs> and the last episode of The Stream Pod with Nader and John. I keep forgetting our name's different. I got to rebrand to our new brand. Which yeah. is the stream with Nader and John. The brand is strong. Um, mm. Any other any other thoughts about Black Knight? Uh, oh, check your feet. <laughs> Why was there Seinfeld music? Uh, was there? Dude, are you kidding? Oh my god! Everything, everything like him and the the, the musical cue for him and McNulty like buddying around is just the, like Seinfeld. It's just like bounce, 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 bounce. Not- it's not McNulty. <laughs> That's the guy from The Wire. Who am I? Th- oh, uh, what's what's the name? It's just Nulty. Oh, Nulty. Like, like Nick. I think I'm sticking with McNulty. I think right. they'll. I think they'll get it. You think he's Irish? The the, the guy. I, I know. I know he's not. I know Tom <laughs> Wilkinson isn't. Or the character who's fighting for England. England. He's no King Arthur. Oh, um, <laughs> the uh, the fight scene. Was all right. So this is weird because this is like I guess this movie's PG thirteen. I'm assuming it is PG thirteen. Because that the there's a couple deaths in this movie, but it's all like weirdly done. Martin Lawrence never kills anyone. Uh, also, it's all in a dream. So I mean, no I mean, he does get dies. fake stabbed by that toy sword right right off the bat. That's true. That was I mean that almost caused him his life. Yep, caused him. Um, I'm drunk. Are you? <laughs> I wish. I haven't had any alcohol in a while, Nader. 
been taking medication that it's not great to mix. <laughs> uh, you know what, John? I'm going to disagree with you on that last part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're gonna call me Johnny Face Scar soon enough. <laughs> now, so um, that that fight scene—it's like it's—it's kind of like slapsticky the way it's like portrayed. Because uh, at first, it's the final bat, like him versus Percy, or you're talking about the more epic battle, them playing chess. <laughs> the chess thing was so stupid. <laughs> Martin was not that good at chess. Martin came with so much swag for someone that lost in two moves. First off, how are you gonna come into a chess game in the middle like that? And then start talking shit. You haven't even really assessed the board that's yet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, he came in. I, th- I thought that's the thing. I thought he was assessing from over Percy's shoulder. And I was like, oh, there it is. But you see, it turns out he just sucks at chess. Yeah. Or he just came into a bad situation. He made one move and then it was a checkmate. You think Martin's good at talisman? I think he's probably one of the better talisman players. Okay, cool. That joke's for a lot of people now. I keep getting my friends to play. Oh, okay. Yep. Listen, uh, you got to let me know next time. I will. <laughs> I, I, no, I, let you, I did let you know the last time. I know. I just, I literally couldn't stay awake for longer than two hours. That's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, so that the fight scene is really funny. And then uh, when Tom Wilkinson uh, gets up, like I, you know, he wasn't like dead yet. But it was, it was cool. It's emotional. I, I, I find it very emotional when Tom Wilkinson dies the first time. Him, oh. him dying or fake dying, and him getting the the shoes for Martin are moving to me. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about when the training montage. <laughs> The football flips are legit, the and they and they pull flips. them off so practically during the fight. There's like three they times, did. yeah, where I'm Those, like, yo, and they, yo. they also do the double uh, jumping uh, drop kicks. Yep, and the this is only in the training, but the guy does a vertical suplex, which is a pro wrestling move that is super ineffective because it hurts the guy who's doing it just as much as the guy in real life application. The think, guy who's doing it, too. I think a 48 year old Dave Batista would definitely be able to pull that off. Well, what about a 51 year old? Ah, uh, no. But 51-year-old Cruz? Tom Cruise? Yes. Tom Cruise getting Where's special... Where's their dis- movie? Get them together. Batista you know and Cruise. Tom Cruise got special dispensation to film in Finland, which was banning all U.S. travelers. For real? <laughs> yep, so we get our Mission the, Impossible movies. They're filming the Mission Impossible movie. I think it was Finland. It's one of the Nordic countries. Oh, I don't give a fuck as long as I get a Mission Impossible movies. But that- literally... Literally, Tom Cruise got special di- dispensation to come to the country to film. <laughs> well, you know that's the um he got special. He they own the only they had to choose where to film the scene in uh the most recent one of him flying a helicopter based on what country would let Tom Cruise fly a helicopter. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just, because it's completely that was, that was the, the easier way to check. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, check country by country. <laughs> hey, y'all, that movie stars fly planes here. Nope. Okay, all right, I'm holler at you. So okay, we're just gonna let um. One of the richest, most famous actors of all time. Uh, he's never done this before. Uh, fly a helicopter? Is that cool? Yep. No, he needs a license. All right, we're just going to go uh, next country. Who, who, hey, guys, listen. Also, he'll, <laughs> like, he'll that's have recently jumped crazy. out of a plane and broken his foot a couple hundred times. It's bananas that he does this stuff. He wants. I think he's trying to die on set. And I can't believe this all happened in Black Knight. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yep. <laughs> Hour and 36 minutes. You got to love that runtime. Mm. Mm. This is really we're getting into a nice group of these just like Magnifique. perfect perfect movies like that. Um, I don't Black really have anything else. Two thousands. I don't have anything else to say about this movie unless you got you got some more points. I think I think the the last word is yours, or the penultimate I, word is yours. So that means you're gonna say something after. <laughs> I was trying to keep it official, so if if it, if it's gonna make perfect sense, the last word is yours, my friend. Okay. Because penultimate means second. I know, no, but that was gonna be if no, I know what they both mean. But if it depends on who starts the thing first, which that would make it said. Trust me. All right. Well, um, I think this is uh, this was a. uh, It's not by no means a masterpiece or anything. Are you kidding me? You have to set up streaming to skip after all that. I'm going to. No, but the oh my god. See, this is why we need to be in person, man. I thought you for sure were just gonna say strip it or scheme it. Stream it or skip it, get the order right. I think I said strip it or scheme it. I think I said strip it or scheme it. Not her. Strip it or scheme it. <laughs> I don't even know which one's good. I'm going to say scheme it. I'm going to say scheme right. it. You know what? I'm going to go strip it on this one. Okay. This is like fucking uh, comedy bang bang where it's like uh, mustard or hot dog. <laughs> no, mustard or pants. That's the rating system he uses. Um, okay. Well, but I All have right. the... The, the, the pod references. Okay. 
I reference podcasts all the time. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, my. I'm going to kill you. You're going to? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're very easy to uh, annoy today. I know. I'm, 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 I'm a Spinelli. What can I say? You're, you're a working man now. You're, you're all messed up. I caramba. All right, Nodder. Yep. Stream it or skip it. Stream really, it. Real close to saying the wrong thing there. I, I would say st- stream it as well. This is a real fun movie, guys. Hour and a half. Get in, get out. Let's go, baby. John, your final thoughts on Black Knight? Because you I just because like it. it's the first time. It's it's fun, right? Come on, it's a blast. It was a lot of fun. It was. It, I my expectations were. I kept my expectations relatively low. I knew you liked the movie, but I was like, listen, I'm going into this blank slate, not putting any expectations on it. I did know in the back of my head that it was hated by critics. I remember that from back in the day. And, uh, Which doesn't I think, make sense then or now, by the way. It it, it, it it makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I I guess that people were expecting something different. I don't know, but I thought this was a, as far as like the type of comedy was trying to do. It hits every on every level. I think. What are the what are the what are the false notes in this movie? What are the bad jokes in this? Like it's all they just hit. All the extras are going in. Like oh my god. Yeah, I think I think that um, the 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 great thing about it is that every uh. Every character that's, you know, in the olden times, like not that's not Martin Lawrence, is so earnest in the in the world that they created. And they did like a really good job to make that that castle look so realistic. And, that's what I keep saying about the production yeah. design and the believability of everything. It's not it's not some stupid movie. It's like a pretty no. decent movie that Martin elevates with his comedy. It's like it's like it would yes. be a, it's like a standard chamber piece or whatever, some regular ass budget, but it's like Martin's comedy makes it a whole new kind of fun bag of tricks. One hundred percent. Buffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you were waiting for me to talk. Of course. We are doing the winter of 2001, and not of the winter season is, of course, defined as the first day after New Year's week or weekend through the Thursday before the first Friday in March. Nader, this is a bare-bones season. <laughs> uh, John, I am taking off my shirt because this is going to be a quick one. We are starting at number 10. Take it away! Number 10, Saving Silverman, which made $19.4 million. This is our introduction into Steve Zahn, I believe, right? Oh, no, I guess Out of Sight would have been. But, uh, it, but it is a movie that I've seen like a thousand times on Comedy Central. 100%. Uh, the, I think the, the the first year this was on TV, I think it might have been HBO, I probably saw it like 30 times. Like, no, it was just, you, can't, you can't not see this movie with so many times. It was it was a good, like, in the middle of it, oh, yeah, I'm going to catch it because there's a lot of jokes in this movie. Um, a lot of fun. Jason Biggs trying to make a comeback. China, China. Yeah, didn't work Amanda, out for Biggs. Amanda Pete. Yeah, this was like Neil Diamond. Amanda, of course, Neil Diamond. <laughs> it's my second favorite coming to America movie. Um, <laughs> no, is, this, is this Jack was, Black better in this or um, uh, Orange County? Is the real question. I would probably say this, but it's very similar. <laughs> okay, because he's going for it in Orange County. Orange he's, County, he's got. He's doing some stuff. He's doing some some heroin stuff. Jack Black is timeless. He is timeless. I'm a big fan of Jack Black. One of the funniest things I ever heard him do was him just um, doing the, you know, the song "Immigrant Song" by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yes. It's him making the noises of the beginning of that song is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I feel so like he, I feel like ridiculous. he would nail it. I feel like it would, it wouldn't be like a joke. Like he would say it. It would sound exactly the same. It sounds just like it, and oh, it's yeah. hilarious and perfect. Oh yeah, I was gonna say knowing him, he's kind of like got the perfect pitch for it. And I was a big fan of the uh, Tenacious D show on HBO. I was uh, a big fan that. of the show, but I like that movie. And they should honestly, I wish the there was like uh, a world where like those there was just like three or four. Or like, I'm sorry, not like, like 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 five Tenacious D movies or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think if, like, even, just even if they to, weren't good, I wouldn't care. I would still I'd watch them. It's just that Jack Black got too um, too famous. Sure. And uh, poor Kyle Glass did not. <laughs> well, I loved uh, our our. Uh, formatting here because when we were talking about how much of a, a, a bust this um this uh this season is it's mm-hmm. it, it's a reason to talk about jack black which makes me happy so I, I dig that saving silverman saving silverman 
Now, let's move to number nine on this list. This is The Pledge, which made $19.7 million. Now, The Pledge is directed by Sean Penn and stars your boy Jack Nicholson. That is definitely my boy. We hang out all the time. Do you like this movie? Have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie. I don't like it. It's like a... It's a a hard rain. It's it's a... uh, what was what was the the the, the uh, Tommy Lee Jones Samuel Jackson movie that we did that we did a couple couple months ago? It's just it's just uh, the, I know what you're talking about. It's it not, just, I can't pull it's, just in. it's just a basic bro hard uh, movie of the times that was just like eh. Um, the uh, Jack Nicholson has a mustache in this movie. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about it? I feel fantastic about it. I think, personally, that Jack Nicholson should have more mustaches, but I understand that my constituents disagree with me. Your rebuttal, Jonathan. So, I'm not going to answer that because it's stupid, but uh, I was thinking about <laughs> Jack Nicholson the Overruled. other day. Overruled. Um, you know The Shining? Sustained? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Shining? You've seen it? Uh, in that movie, uh, Jack Nicholson is in a house yep. with uh, it's two a hotel. people. It's a hotel. Okay, sorry. He's in the Overlook Hotel uh, with two other people, and he's uh, and he has some ghost friends that he talks to, and he goes crazy in, in only a couple of months. Uh-huh. I'm here in an apartment by myself, and I'm striving. It's some bullshit. Jack striving? Nicholson is... Yeah, I meant... To, whatever. Whatever the word I meant is... Surviving what? or thriving? I couldn't tell. It's both. Um, <laughs> That's not good. That's, that doesn't. That doesn't answer me. This guy cracked in a couple of months when uh, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone's lasting. I'm saying that Jack Nicholson's a weak mental will. I'm a little disappointed in him. I'm talking about the character Jack Torrance in The Shining. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. Unbelievable. Number eight on this list. And that's my thoughts on The Pledge. Number we, ha- we eight. haven't talked about the plot of the last two movies, and I love it because it's going to happen a third time. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Maybe even a fourth. Who knows? We'll see, how, we'll see where life takes us. Number eight on this list is the movie Valentine, which made $20.3 million. Nader, what is this movie? Creepy, uh, like, thriller slash horror movie that isn't that good, but very easy to describe. Five women are stalked by an unknown assailant while preparing for Valentine's Day. So they call the movie Valentine. You see what they did she- there? You got Denise Richard. You got Boom. David Boreanaz. Boom. Uh, no Mary one else. Shelton. Oh, Ka- Catherine Heigl's in it. Oh, my God. Pre-Grey's Anatomy. Fulvio Cesare, a person who is a real man. What? How Did you ever... Uh, how many Denise Richard movies have you seen? I feel like the answer is very low. I haven't even seen the one where she has the poster. Um, Wild Things? Yeah. I haven't even seen that. Have you seen Starship Troopers? Hundreds of times. Have you seen Die Another Day or The World Is Not Enough? One of those two that she's in? <laughs> also, dozens of times. Not also. <laughs> All right, so you've seen a couple of these. What about David Boreanaz? Were you a fan of the character Angel? Mm. Now, this is a good <laughs> podcast. Am I yeah. a fan of the character Angel? No, but I am a fan of his character in Bones. Oh, Very witty. Like, Very witty, that Boreanaz in Bones. He's also, bones. is he like a, a billionaire? Oh my, how rich is he? He has three oh, consecutive like decades of huge. This guy doesn't stop working. Money. Whoa, wow. I'm going to look it up right now. Baby. I'm looking it up. I don't know. Look it up. David Boreanaz's net worth? David <laughs> Boreanaz, yeah. Net worth. It's got to be big. It's, it can't be small. It's, it's small. It's 30. It's, wait, oh, okay. Wait. It's $30 million. That seems so yes. low. Does it? You think he has also, some kind of like alcohol addiction? Probably. He seems like an alcoholic. Like, like rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't find you can't find it in the stores. Do you think Boreanaz got to it? I think that's where he spent. I think that's where he spent his fortune was during the coronavirus on rubbing alcohol. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars an episode per uh, for Bones. I'm just saying. I'm sure the numbers are wrong. It's the, the internet can just say whatever they want. Nah, man. This is celebritynetworth.com. You're right. That seems like a good source. Boom. Number seven on this list is the movie Sweet November, which made $25.2 million. This is, of course, the romantic comedy with Charlize Theron and Keanu Reeves. Nader. Yeah. Ha- have you seen Sweet November? No, and I won't. Me either. Cool. What do you feel? How do you feel about Charlize and or Keanu Reeves? Because I'm a big fan of both. Wait, Charlize in this? Yeah, she's the female lead. 
I watched this. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you're you're pro Charlize. I'm I'm hella pro Charlize. I'm except, really like except in Bagger Vance. Then I'm out. Yeah, well, I mean, Bagger Vance as a whole should be just a abolished. <laughs> <That's> a rough, <laughs> that was Abol- a rough film. Abolish. Yeah. Bagger Vance. Mm-hmm. The, a word from my coworker John Altube. <laughs> I'm a Bagger Vance abolitionist. <laughs> <laughs> Baggerlicionist. Mm. Ooh, tasty. Yep. Um, this is. <laughs> Yeah, this is just like your classic rom-com. I've seen parts of it. I don't know if I've ever seen it full through. But I love Keanu, love Charlize. If there's going to be a rom-com with those two, I, I'd probably want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I can't imagine ever watching Mary, it. Marry, fuck, kill. I'm going to include okay. the last people we just did. All right. Uh, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. Charlize Theron, Jack Nicholson. Okay. Well, I'm going to kill Jack Nicholson because he's already he's already lived a full life. He's that's at the, the end se- of his days. That's the second one for you. I'm only at one. Continue. <laughs> I'm going to marry Keanu Reeves because you know he's loyal. He, uh, he had that terrible incident with his wife died in a car accident. He's never remarried. He's, we're, he's ju- we're joking about some hardcore serious stuff now. Keep going. Let's go. Oh, yeah, well, of course. And I, I'm going to have sex with Charlize because she's very attractive. <laughs> all right. I'm going I'm to. All right. Uh, what do you got? No, 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 no. Do the same thing for me, but use the next movie as, as the example. Well, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> I only know two people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You'll make it work. All right. Our n- number six movie is Double Take, which made $29.8 million. This movie, of course, stars Orlando Jones, Eddie Griffith. Eddie Griffin. I can't. I always mess up his name. <laughs> Eddie, because I'm thinking of the former basketball player. Well, it's because Hall. you cannot speak, bro. No, because Eddie Griffin was a basketball player, went to Seton Hall, and Not I'm a Seton Hall fan. You know, Corey McGetty's still balling, right? What? Big, big what, three? China? Big three. Oh, in big three? Oh, man, I like Corey McGetty. Uh, oh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll describe the movie that is incredible. A man on the run takes another man's past, but only to find himself stuck with the identity of a street hustler. Double take. You'll never guess which one Orlando... <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. Um... <laughs> oh, man, Nader. Yeah. Fuck, Mary kill, Orlando Jones, yeah. Eddie Griffith, uh-huh. did it wrong again, or Hit me, please. Jack, Nick, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Oh, I was hoping to get at least one person of the opposite sex, but I'll make it work. Well, okay. I'm going to kill Eddie Griffin because that's what the boondocks have told me. Uh, mm, pretty, that makes sense. Pretty explicitly, Aaron Magruder has said that he wants Eddie Griffin to die um, in, mm-hmm. in typeface, I've read. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to marry... Jack Nicholson, because he doesn't have that much time left. Okay, you went the other way with it. And he, and, <laughs> and he has a fortune, and, he, and he's got those Lakers seats. Yeah. That's a really good point. Which means I'm fucking Orlando, which, yeah, hey, which Orlando who's the hottest one. I think, actually, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I think you nailed it. I think that's the right choice. I think all of that's right. All guys. And it's um, all right. Double take. What are, your, what are your thoughts on the actual movie? Uh, it's very, very funny. It is pretty yeah. bad movie wise. It's not good. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't even say that it's like the kind of movie that me and you should do a movie. Uh, should do a pot on because it's not interesting and like fun enough. To, uh, sadly, I would uh, have to agree. Although, I mean, I do. I, I it, it's got its moments. It, it one hundred percent, and it ha- it has its place. It's just not like full on. Life territory that yeah, there's a movie on right. this list coming up that is even like a higher territory than, than this movie. I can't speak either. I'm fucked up. Yeah, number five on this list, our only Forget animated it. movie. Dun 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 dun. Dun dun. It is Reese's Recess Schools Out, which made thirty six point seven million dollars. I'm doing it quiet so you can keep talking. Don't stop. Nader. What's that? Fuck me. Yes. Okay. Spinelli, Mikey, TJ. Fuck me. I was literally going to do those three. (laughs) Now we're talking. Yes. All right. Okay. This is tricky. I I mean, I'm marrying Spinelli. I have no qualms. I'm I'm okay with that. I definitely want to kill Mikey because I I I don't want to marry him. You got to kill Mikey and then you fuck. Damn. I guess I'm fucking TJ. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if I could just be honest with you about the whole crew, what I really yes, want, please. what I really want 
is to just remove Gus and put myself in that place. Seems like a fun, uh, fun thing. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I like. I know Gus is the underdog, but I feel like he should just bounce, and us as the viewers should just take that place. And it would be cool to be in that universe. I love Recess, the the, mo- the movie and the TV show so much. You don't know? Uh, do you? Yes, I can. Do you? Do you wear a backwards hat? Uh, like because of this? Because of this show? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This movie With the, is uh, the this, snapback. You gotta wear the snapback. You gotta wear uh, backwards. The, the pure red. Trump official, the Trump red, if you will, snapback. Man, that one man has ruined red hats. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder for how long. The real, because we all know that he has ruined them. But the question is, how long until you can wear that hat? What What is something that was inherently racist that came back in the fat? Nothing, huh? I honestly, You're right. He may have. He may have gotten it forever. You're, you're red hats wrong. are ruined because <laughs> the moment you see a red hat, you immediately go, "Is that a fucking MAGA hat?" Like immediately, like that's your first. Even thought. in other countries, bro. It's crazy. Like, it's he's literally ruined an entire color of hat. If I was a Cincinnati Reds fan, I'd be furious. Yeah. If I was a TJ Detweiler fan, I'd be even more furious. Anyway, Recess School is Out is about how TJ yeah, and company must it. save summer vacation from disappearing forever. Yeah, so I haven't seen this movie. I have seen the show. I, I like the show a lot, actually. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You should watch If you like the Recess, you watch it. It actually is very fun and very short. This movie is like maybe an hour long, if not even like slightly less. It is an hour and 24 minutes. Oh, so. tw- oh wow. Oh, wow. Very long. Than I thought it was <laughs> it's not. Under 90 minutes is never long for me. <laughs> no, for, for what I thought, I honestly thought it was like literally an hour tops. Um, but it's good. It's like, it's like spy shit. They have, to, uh, they have to break into the school during their summer vacation. You know what? I might have seen it. That sounds it's really, really it's familiar. It's really dope. It's really fun. It's like the James Bond of, of Recess. It's the James Bond of Recess. Yeah, I that always I always know uh, why people are going to... I'm going to have a problem with a white person when they tell me that uh, I look like any character from Hey Arnold or Recess. Because I've, well, never, I've never had that, that flat top. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right. Also, there's only one black character in both of those shows, so you're just like, well, you're the black person, so you obviously fit into this box. <laughs> I fit into the box that Martin fits in when they find out who the fuck he really is in Black Knight. He was doing some good contortion work in that. It's a tight box! <laughs> uh, number four on this list is The Wedding Planner, which made $60.4 million. This is your Matthew McConaughey J-Lo uh, flick. Uh, and I believe that... Judy Greer's in this movie too, and I'm a big fan of Judy Greer. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? Of course. What are your thoughts? Uh, I like it. Uh, the Do problem, you? the problem with it is that it should, if it should be more like crazy over the top. It's it unfortunately is like a movie with like a head on its shoulders, and if it was more like loco crazy, different eras of both of the like honestly, if they made it now, it'd be better with the, with their like celebrity like fucking ego and like gravitas. Um that we we know from them now um because it's it's like it's like nice and like sweet sure but it's like this and made in manhattan are in, basically interchangeable um it's fine well made in manhattan's i mean this has definitely some comedy in it but made in manhattan's more of a comedy than this i uh, sure whatever both the movies are misses for me i i agree um it's not bad it's just it's very no, formulaic exactly. Exa- no exactly and, and like maybe if they had like a little bit of a twist towards the end but everything works out a little too perfectly whatever um, love There's, Judy Greer. I want to Ma- see a movie where McConaughey and J Lo are fucking, and it's not this movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speaking of McConaughey, he just uh, released a he just released a memoir, and a newspaper in Austin released the headline "I'll write, I'll write, I'll write." So Heard. there's that. <laughs> you see his episode of Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man? No. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> okay, moving on. Any other thoughts on the wedding planner? No. Number three on this list is Down to Earth, which made $64.1 million. It's a lot of money. It's good. Yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock movie's doing well. He uh, Who wrote this movie? Trick Pop Quiz. Oh, I don't know who wrote it. Oh, it's him and Louie. CK. Yeah, boy. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. They were writing partners, so. Booty Tang. Booty Tang. It's a classic Tang. Uh, so this is the this down to earth. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is the movie where Chris Rock dies and gets reincarnated into a wealthy white man. Uh, gets better than that. Uh, what happens is that he turns down the first two bodies that uh, you know the people. Oh in yeah, heaven, that's true. The, the people <laughs> in heaven want to do. 
Uh, and more and more cra- crazily, this movie is a legitimate, and I mean it says it in the credits, remake of Heaven Can Wait. Oh, wow. Of the, of the, of the uh, Warren Beatty joint. Um, so yeah. for no reason it's connected oh, to that. that makes sense. It does, I, I, sure? Sure? I mean, it's spiritually very, uh, the essence is the same, but. Uh, that it's, I mean, spiritually, li- literally and spiritually. Um, but uh, th- I like this movie, but unfortunately, the last time I rewatched it for our Chris Rock uh, deep dive that we never did, um, I found out that it was not as great as I remember. It's good. It's not great. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because I have fond memories of this movie. I have super fond memories of this movie, but it's actually, it's it's fine. It's not great. Oh, man. Sorry. Now you got me all sad about it. I know. And <laughs> Regina King's in it. I know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I know. I know. Love Regina King. Uh, number two on this list. Is Save the Last Dance, which made $91 million. Talk about a box office surprise. Am I right, streamers? Hey. Um, this is, of course, Julia Stiles coming off of uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. and Coming on to that black kid. What? Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Yummy. Bald and young. Bold choice. STP? STP? Yeah, STP. All right. Uh, this is a this is the start of Julia Stiles making movies against black leads. She does this for a couple of movies after this. This is the story of Julia. Stiles. The start. The start. No, no. I just think it'd be funny if you said that. She does like this three. Is the I story. think. <laughs> I think she does three in a row. Oh, gotta be. Hit them. What are they? Well, you got this. You got O. Okay. And uh, oh shit, what's the other one? I don't know. I was gonna say Honey, but that's Abba. That is definitely Jessica Alba. For sure. Is it only two? <laughs> I don't know. I feel your theory felt very believable when you first said it. It sounded yeah, why'd right. Yeah, why did you have to right why'd, why'd you have to, you have to call me on it? Because <laughs> I was agreeing. Um, quickly looking at her movies, and I don't. That's okay. I'm gonna read the plot. It might just the be. It might just. It might just be those two. A oh yeah, white, yeah. Do that. A white Midwestern girl moves to Chicago, where her new boyfriend is a black teen from the South Side with a rough semi dash criminal past. Save the Last Dance. My sister loves uh, this movie. We own, I, I own this. Wait, say you own it? No, no, no. Okay. I, 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 I like this movie, though. It's good. Oh, I, I was going to say, I do own this. This is another one of those first DVDs that I had. This is a movie that I was surprised that I liked. This is a movie that I was surprised is good. Right. No, 100%. And it's actually really good. It's a good movie. Really? It's, very, too, it's not really too far, but it is good. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, do you... Uh, That's because you're a Midwestern teen with a black boyfriend. Happens to me a lot. Uh, Julius, what are your thoughts on Julia Stiles as an actress? I think that her, Alicia Cuthbert, and the chick from the Bourne movies are definitely the same person. Well, it's her in the Bourne movies, so you got that right. Yes, nice. (laughs) Alicia Cuthbert (laughs) and the chick. Julia Stiles is a. I don't know. I think that Julia Stiles is definitely a better actress than Alicia Cuthbert. I'm gonna take your word for it. Um. Didn't you didn't like her in Ten Things I Hate About You? Oh no, you liked her. You didn't like uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Wait a minute. Uh, I don't hate Julia Stiles. You shouldn't. I don't hate Julia Stiles, but I do get her confused often with Alicia Cuthbert. Now I'm thinking, was she even in O, or was that Erica Christensen? That's the third. That's the third Jody that I was talking about. That's the th- <laughs> that's the trifecta. In fact, she's Thank she's you. the one in Traffic. There you go. Yeah. Now nah, see. Now I, now I don't even know who we're talking about. No, Julia Stiles. That's what we're talking about. Listen, she's in Hustlers. I know that. I cannot. No, that's Jennifer Lawrence. Nope. Now I'm thinking nope. of American Hustlers. Jennifer Lopez? Woo! <laughs> oh. No, the movie Hustlers from last year. That's, that's Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is the lead, but she's the reporter. That's oh, talking. oh, okay. Yeah. You know Julia Stiles is not Jennifer Lopez, right? You can't prove that. Um... <laughs> And now we get to our number one movie, Hannibal, which made $165 million dwarfing every other movie that season. $70 Hannibal, million dollar jump. God damn. From two to one, 70 mil. And um, this movie is, of course, the sequel to The Silence of the Lambs, directed by Ridley Scott and replacing Jodie Foster with my one of my all-time favorites, Julianne Moore, in a not-so-good movie. <laughs> Oh, the career of Julianne Moore. It's she. I, she's had a weird one. Boy, boy, she oh boy, she one. had a weird one. She's she's a great actress, 
But it's like the more done... famous and popular her movies are, the the more you know it's bad. It's like all the underground Lebowski type joints. Like, oh yeah, oh incredible. But then they give her the fucking Oscar for goddamn about Alice or still Alice. Still and you're Alice. Like, oh, nah, Baldwin. Nah. It's like I mean that's a good performance, but is it her best? Probably not. Uh, but she's also in like the Lost World, Jurassic Park. I, that's what I'm that's... saying. She's in the worst. She's in the worst Hannibal movie. The worst Jurassic Park movie. She's in all the all the big ones. Don't don't hit. I know. Hannibal we're sucks. We're I honestly Hannibal's think Red really Dra- bad. I think Red, Red Dragon's like a little better. I, I like the the Ryan Gosling joint. I think Red Dragon's better, and also like this movie has like this weird thing where it's like uh, it's trying to like do like a, a more of a gross out factor. And one of the reasons why Silence of the Lambs was so effective is because Hannibal Lecter is uh, such an ominous figure, and he's only in the movie for like twenty five minutes, a really short portion of it. So every scene he has is so impactful. Where he's in almost the entire movie in this, and it doesn't work the same. But 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 that but that's that's not an excuse because there's still a way that that's that that doesn't you're saying it like Anthony Hopkins and Ridley Scott weren't like in their like borderline prime both, not necessarily yeah. like they they those two can still make a movie centered around that character that should be excellent. It's it's on it's on that whole writing directing team. Do you watch the Mads Mikkelsen version of uh, Hannibal? I watched uh, the first couple episodes and I, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like he's a good choice for. Um for Hannibal Lecter, but I never, I've never actually seen it. We should do an episode on uh, like casting, like re- recasting and stuff. Oh, that's interesting. I kind of like that idea. Um, yeah, I don't have really much to say. I really didn't enjoy this movie. I don't like, I don't like, like this movie. He feeds a guy's brains uh, to himself. Oh yeah, that's a fun. That's fun. That's a fun movie. At a long dinner table. <laughs> it's so long. Uh, Nader. Yeah. Let's get. Let's give out some awards. Oh, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm actually really ready now. Let's do it. Okay, worst title. Oh, I, hit me. What you I got? got? I got one. This movie was written, directed, and starring Jeff Daniels. It's called Escabanda in the Moonlight. Damn. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go with The Bread, comma, My Sweet. That was my second choice. <laughs> um, I don't have uh, – I, I only really – my favorite and my uh, – and my shelf life are the same, because I don't have that many oh, movies that I like. Know, too bad. Split them up. I, I made I made it work. I, oh, I made it boy. work. You want me to go first? Okay. All right. I'll do it. I got Come it. I'm good. Do it. Uh, so shelf life, I have Save the Last Dance. For shelf life, I have Down to Earth. Very good. Uh, for see this because your opinion of Down to Earth may affect uh, may affect play here, but uh, favorite movie I have. Uh, Saving Silverman. Okay. No, I mean, I imagine you. Uh, favorite movie, I have Recess Schools Out. And my best movie, I have Down to Earth. <laughs> okay. My best movie, I have In the Mood for Love. All the way down to number 19, Wong Kar Wai. Oh, you know, that's that's one of the few Wong Kar Wais I haven't seen. Oh, for real? Oh, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. If you have the Criterion Collection, you, check that out. Lovely you movie. You need to watch Chunking Express. I do. And Watermelon Man, apparently. Apparently, we need we both need to watch Watermelon Man. It's like uh, it's very like Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, you were telling me about that actually. Yeah, that's uh, someone that's that listened to that episode told me to uh, to put us on. Um, yeah, yeah. Nader, last looks. Last. What look. are you recommending for the streamers? I am recommending my favorite Netflix original movie of all time. Oh, convenient to all the boys I loved before. <laughs> That shit go hard, oh, bro. Good. The first one, not the second one. The first one to all the boys I've loved before goes twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen film. Very close, yes, oh, sir. Okay, yep. Oh, that was a quick turnaround for the sequel. Hey, man, Netflix gets work done. And also, that movie was, uh, that movie was, um, was it had like it's got really positive reviews and for like, oh, yeah. uh, especially it's with good. A, it's an, actually an, good, and with an unknown lead too. Like they, they yeah. did a good job promoting oh, yeah. it, and uh, they did a good have, job with that. Wait, have you seen it? I've seen most of it. Oh, I was okay. watching it and fell asleep because I was oh, very tired. You a bitch. And then I never got one of the things where like, oh, I'm gonna go back and watch this, and then I just you know time passes, you forget about it, and then you're like, oh yeah. Play that clip where I just said you a bitch again. Oh, you a bitch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am recommending on Netflix as well the uh, Bong Joon Ho film Snowpiercer. His only uh, movie in English. Starring Chris Pine, takes place on a train. 
Yep, that's Snowpiercer. It takes you know, place on a, It's not about anything else. Certainly, I don't want to give anything away. Cer- yeah, certainly not about the, the crumbling society. And whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need to get into detail. Oh, okay. Um, let, let people find out on their own. It's bugs. Um, <laughs> Black bugs. <laughs> and uh, next episode... Yes, are, Nader, what are we what are we doing next week? We next are episode. going to re- to review Bedazzled, the Brendan Ooh. Fraser uh comedy. And uh what's Shorty name again? Come on, man. I'm I don't know. You know I I'm in love with her, but I don't know her name though. Oh, that's Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> yes. And I laughed for no reason. John, we out. Nader, if people want to follow us on Instagram, where do they do that? Well, first of all, we're back. My black guilt has, has has faded, and now I'm regular guilt, so I'm posting on Instagram again. But still Standard most, guilt? Standard guilt, <laughs> but, but black movie posts to, to Eb said guilt. I'm uh, black, black, y'all. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so catch, uh, catch clips of movies and clips of me and John yapping and alternate movie poster art on the stream pod. That is at T-H-E-S-T-R-E-A-M-P-O-D on Instagram. Speaking of which, I'm about to like your most recent post. Please do. <laughs> Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe, tell a friend. You know, help us grow the show. We mm. love doing it. Mm. We want a little more people to hear it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us this episode. We'll see you in two weeks. Nader, say something funny. Behold. <laughs> I holla. My nigga, you haven't even said stream it or skip it yet. I said strip it or scheme it. You know what I'm... Come on, man, that was fast. You were ready for me on that one.